Welcome to Sunlight Connections, a homeschool podcast. In this podcast, we hope that you get the opportunity to connect with other homeschoolers for encouragement, tips, and fellowship. Like Sunlight's curriculum offerings, we will explore homeschooling through the lens of a literature-rich, Christ-centered education. Join us on this adventure. Welcome. This is five ways to integrate missionaries and missions into your homeschool. Today I have with me Anna Willis. Anna is a missionary, a homeschool mom. I'm going to let her um, introduce herself. Hi, Anna, and welcome. Thank you, Stephanie. So great to be here, especially talking about missions, something that we're very passionate about and um, and integrated that with homeschool, another thing that we're very passionate about. So I'm Anna Willis from They Call Me Blast. I'm a homeschool mom of three kids ages nine, 10, and 12, and we've been homeschooling with sunlight for the past eight years. Um, I am so honored to be here talking about that with you today. You, yes, you were a missionary, which is why I feel like you can, not only you homeschooling and you love to um, sort of, I know that you do a lot of integration of missionaries and missions into your homeschool, but you were also a missionary, which is, is going to give us a great insight. So I love it. That's right. That's right. My husband and I, we met in the mission field. We were in the Middle East for five years. Uh, He is from South Africa. I'm from Brazil. And uh, we have lived in a lot of different places and have done missions like all over the place. My son, by the time that he was two, he had gone to 10 countries with us already doing missions with us. So he has traveled more than a lot of adults that I know. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So tell us a little bit about why it's important to read missionary stories to your children. Okay, Stephanie, when we came out of the mission field, we're still in the mission field because we're in Canada now. We came here to work full-time ministry um, as pastors here. But God had a different ministry. My ministry now is with They Call Me Blessed and the Homeschool Sisterhood. And it's just a blessing to reach out to families, including missionary families all over the all over the world. But uh, when we came uh, to North America, we came out of the mission field. We knew that life in North America was going to be very different than the life that we had in the Middle East. And that my children wouldn't be able to experience the fullness of uh, what it means to give yourself to the gospel as they would if they were still there, right? So my husband and I, we talked about many times about how a lot of missionary kids actually rebel later on. So that is a big concern in the missionary field um, that, you know, coming home or being anywhere that your kids are going to grow up thinking like we, we were never be able to put roots anywhere. We, we always had to leave our friends behind. And so we were always concerned about those things. But the, the, the major concern for us was that our kids wouldn't have the same passion for missions as Ryan and I have because of all the missions that we have done all over the world. So we were intentionally introducing our kids to missionary stories all the time and and making missions a very central part of our homeschool, which was what really drew me into Sunlight in the first place. I knew it when I saw Sunlight. A friend of mine, a a pastor's wife, a friend of mine actually told me about it and I, I looked it up and I'm like, this is the curriculum that we need for our family because it's very mission oriented. 
Absolutely. So let's talk about it. Let's get, let's dive in and do the five ways that you would recommend integrating missions and missionaries into your homeschool. Yes. So just, uh, I'm going to kind of look at my notes as I'm talking to you. So the first one, and it's the easiest one, is to include missionary storybooks and into your homeschool basket, into your morning basket. That's something that we have done since the beginning of our homeschool time. We always were reading into a missionary story. And you know that all of those amazing books, like from Janet Benge and, you know, that you guys put in your sunlight packages are just precious. Uh, we actually became friends with Janet Benj a, a couple of years ago. And, uh, and it's just, you know, all the stories that her and her husband, Jeff has been putting into books and 30 something books or 80 something books, all of those 30 years that they've been writing have been, have been really transformational for our family, because those stories that we read in our morning baskets, those missionary stories uh, have really been shaping uh, our, the character of our children and has been truly uh, showing them what the gospel is really worth. So it's pretty special. So that is the easiest way. Always include a missionary storybook in your morning basket. Yes. So the second one is use missionary biographies to develop godly character. Many times in many situations that we have gone through in our lives as a family, uh, always we had that experience that we read about and from one of those cloud of witnesses that we read about, right? So if you were in a, whatever circumstances it is, um, like let's say a circumstance that we really need a lot of faith. We really need to believe in a miracle from God. Immediately, all the stuff that we learned from George Miller comes back to us. And we're like, remember how George Miller prayed and how God always answered his prayer and always supplied for his needs. And that is being so uh, important. It has been so crucial into developing the, the, the faith and the values that my kids in my kids, right? And what we want to actually uh, have them to have it in their character, in their godly character. So even like when we read stories about Amy Carmichael and all of these missionaries, and we looked at their godly character, we looked at their dedication, we looked at the fear of the Lord in their lives, we looked at their perseverance, their prayer life, and and how dedicated they were into taking care of the flock that God has put in their hands, no matter what the circumstances were. Uh, How do they handle under persecution? All of those things have been really shaping our family. Absolutely. All right. Point number three. Let me get my screen back up here. Um, I'll tell you. I wrote it down so I can help. (laughs) Um, Use missionary stories to enhance learning. Yes. Okay, this is one of my favorite things. So yes, missionary story, get our faith pumped up. It shapes our godly character. And the third thing is it gives us an opportunity to learn the background about that story, the places that it happened. So let's say, for example, when we were learning about Corey Tamboom, we were able to study about the Netherlands. We are able to study about uh, the, the Holocaust, which is something very dear to my heart because I come from a Jewish family. I actually spent a lot of time in uh, visiting concentration camps in Poland uh, when I was in Bible school. 
So we were able to just dive deep into the background of that missionary story. And we've done that with all of the other ones. Like when we were talking about George Miller, learning about the situation of the children on the streets in Bristol and England during those times. And so always enhance your uh, learning. There's always opportunities right there to learn geography, to learn social studies, to learn language, to learn about different food and cook recipes that sometimes are mentioned into those books. Uh, there's, there's just so many opportunities. Absolutely, absolutely. So number four was- All right, number four is to teach your kids to support missionaries financially. Um, that is a big thing. Our, our kids do chores. Sometimes they get birthday money. You can use this opportunity to teach them how to tie, to teach them how to save, but also to teach them how to give to missions. And sometimes like sunlight brings in opportunities like readathon or whatever it is, they are raising money for India, for different places that you as a family can participate and help to provide for those missionaries in different countries. So definitely that's my number four point right there. Maybe you can have a special mission jar that we collect some, some uh, money, some coins, some bills that at the end of the year, you can send it out to a missionary family that will deeply appreciate that. Sometimes we feel like it's not a lot in dollars, but converting to the, the currency of that other country, it might mean a lot. So for example, if you if there's a missionary family in South Africa, which is where my husband comes from, it, it is 10 rands for one dollar. So if you give them $10, you're actually giving them a hundred rands. And for them, like they, they can do grocery shopping with that. They can, you know, they can do things. Uh, it can be really helpful to them. Absolutely. And number five. Number five. Number five is that you can use your homeschool time to also help your kids do something practical for missionaries. When I was a missionary in the Middle East, it just filled my heart with so much joy every time I got a care package in the mail or I got a box or I got a card or I got a letter. Um, I remember this lady from Brazil, she baked me cookies and oh. she sent me those cookies on the mail. I couldn't believe those were homemade cookies just baked with so much love and I know she prayed the storm over the batch of cookies before she sent it to me and it made all the way to, to Jerusalem you know and I had the best time eating those cookies another lady in um also in Brazil now these are people that I don't know them right somehow they get to know what I do in the mission field and they got to support us but like I don't know them personally but this lady she needed me a sweater and she sent it out to me. And it was a time actually that it was very cold and I didn't have enough winter clothes. It was, it was something so special to me. You see, God answered prayers in so many ways. Absolutely. So many ways, you know, that day that you wake up in the mission in the mission feel discouraged that day that you don't have enough money because all those years that we were in the missionary field, we always lived by faith. You know, we, we, it's very clear into our memories that our time, our five years in, in Israel, for example, we lived on rice, cabbage, and carrots because we couldn't afford chicken. We couldn't afford beef. Like, forget it. I don't think we ever ate beef. 
in five years living there. It was too expensive for us. So for us to have somebody baking a treat or doing something or writing us a card or sending us money, uh, we had a lot of miraculous financial provision coming to us when we were there. You know, all of this makes makes being in the mission field and doing what you do for Jesus is so much more worthy. You know, it's you know you're not alone. You're not alone. There are people who truly care for you. They truly pray for you. And and that God, above all things, God is listening and answering your prayers. So that is the fifth point right there. So you and your kids could put care package together. You can write missionary uh, cards and send it to them. Think about their kids in the missionary field. Like, is there anything that you can do for those kids, you know? There's, there's a lot more that we can do for missions overseas than we think we can. And you don't have to break the bank for that. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Anna, for joining. You can find more inspiration from Anna at theycallmeblessed.org. Thank you, Anna. Thank you so much.